So the financial crisis is continuing, but one thing that makes me really happy and cheers me up is that I have an adorable kitty cat who is sitting on my chest right now and purring. Now, I don't know whether it was a team effort or it was just her because she's the smart kitty cat who gets into things, but I found a kitty racetrack that I'd gotten these cats for their one-year-old birthday in my hallway when I just returned home. And I asked her, how did you do that? And I actually have a camera in my living room that I had on, which I like to have it on while I'm away. I did it when I went out of town, so I actually got to talk to the kitty cats. And this particular kitty cat actually recognized my voice and went to the camera and looked at it because she recognized where my voice was coming from, but it was probably weird for her because it's like, okay, I hear mommy's voice, but I don't see mommy. So why is she in that box? Did she become a box? I bet cats wonder about things like that for sure. But I was trying to look in the camera footage because it will note when somebody moves or if there's a sound or something. So I was trying to figure out, okay, when did these cats move this thing into the hallway and how did we do it? Did they do a team effort? Was it this little kitty cat by herself? Don't play with my mic cord, sweetie. So now my cat's trying to play with the mic cord because if you get anything near her, she just messes in things. I have these Doc Martin boots that I was wearing when I went out in the rain today and she likes to mess with the shoelaces. I usually have to give her another shoelace to play with, but sometimes you can even give her another shoelace and she'll be fascinated with the shoelace in my shoes. And here I am trying to tie my shoes and not get mauled by a kitty cat. And she's like, no, I want to play. I want your shoelaces. But yeah, one of the things that does cheer me up and makes me happy is having kitty cats. And especially having this kitty cat because it's like, how can, I how can I possibly punish her? And how can I possibly make fun of her or be upset with her because she has the same spirit I would have if I were a kitty cat. I mean, she's very smart. She's very cuddly. She follows me around. She talks to me. Like I've asked her, how are you? Or are you all right? And she meowed back. So cool. And in fact, yesterday I was watching this episode of My Cat from Hell where Jackson Galaxy is going and rescuing these kittens in Los Angeles and has to go on this 20-hour road trip to bring these kittens to Colorado actually to a rescue shelter that he initially started his career in and where he knew the person who was the head of it. He also had this woman who is the kitten lady, apparently known for rescuing kittens. So he was talking in the program about how apparently when cats get over the age of 12 weeks old, the public doesn't see them as babies anymore. And I'm like, I got my kitties when they were six months old. So I guess what? The public didn't see them as babies, but they're still my babies. I'm like, you will be my babies even if you are 100 years old. You'll be 10 years old, 100 in cat or human years. I'll still view you as my babies. I mean, they sleep on my bed at night. I've often woken up in the mornings to find both of them on me. Like lately, it's been Tsunami snuggled on my foot and then Coral's like sleeping kind of near her. In fact, this morning was kind of interesting because Tsunami was snuggling at my foot and I actually go and pet her and she's being very affectionate. But then at one point, she tries to claw my hands. And I'm like, oh my God, you've gotten the spirit of your sister. Which her sister is known for doing things like that. So you have to watch her when you pet her because especially as she's gotten older and living here, she tries to claw me. So I have to be like, no, you can't do that. My hand is not your play toy. If you want me to pet you, you can't be having your little claws, your little paws out like you're going to claw me. But she seems to have ignored the adage, paws, not claws. I mean, I love these kitty cats. I would never trade them at all. And they probably keep me sane and keep me active and doing all that. 
But lately I've actually been reading a few things. I was reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. I also have been in this program online where I'm basically trying to do all these different things. I listened to this gratitude talk that somebody in the acting, a couple of people in the acting community had done a few weeks back. And this was before I went out of town for Thanksgiving to see family. And one of the things that they said to do is if you go to a networking event, you should not worry about rubbing up against some famous person or trying to wow everybody in the room because you have your special identity and you should basically be trying to find people and you should be trying to have fun. It shouldn't be some quest of, oh, you've got to go and impress and butt kiss to everybody. And I felt like that was really good for me to hear and that felt, I guess, validating and definitely liberating for me because... I go to events and I go to places, but it's like half the time I stick out like a sore thumb. Like I do stuff entirely different. Or if I go to some lawyer event, it's like nobody's really doing the career I'm doing. So it gets very isolating. And a lot of people don't seem to get what it's like being a creative in the space. They don't, and many don't even respect it. Like some people just get total attitude with you. Like how dare you do something else that's not law. And I think those people probably view being a lawyer a little more like being a nun in a convent. Or, I don't know, joining the military. It's like they seem to be like the proud veterans who've been in the military, who become corporals and generals and do all that stuff. And meanwhile, that's not the path I want to take. And I actually was thinking to myself and kind of having the insight lately of, you know what, I don't think I belong at some of these law firms. Like certainly if I'm not required, if I'm required to then act like I want to be a four-star general in the space rather than just simply doing a certain period of work a week, helping clients, getting a paycheck and going along my merry way, but not making it my entire identity. So it's so frustrating. And it feels like I meet too many people in the profession who are not accessible, who are just complete and total jerks, who don't seem to get that. And it's just frustrating to me altogether. And I've been reading on how to win friends and influence people. And one of the things that I've come up to is like one of the chapters I've been reading lately was saying that you need to take genuine interest in people, trying to know their names, finding out things about them and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't have a problem with people in general because it's like the randos on the subway, they're not the ones responsible for the financial crisis. More than likely, none of them own the companies that I've applied to that summarily rejected me. I doubt most of them own recruitment firms or basically are responsible for how HR works in a company or this idea that people don't matter. I'm sure most of them are not owning businesses where they treat people as numbers. I'm pretty sure most of them are just working the same jobs and trying to get through day to day and get their money and take care of their families and stuff like that. Like that's kind of my feeling of people that usually take public transit. Or people that I encounter in the day-to-day -day world. I don't feel like most of them are personally responsible for the crap I've had to deal with. Like they did not do, they did not cause my last job to go kaput. They were not responsible for some of the housing situations I've had to deal with. They sure as heck did not do what my ex-husband did. So they're not responsible for what that guy did. And they didn't break my heart in relationships. They didn't cause childhood problems. I figure most of them are not like raving lunatics going out and trying to take rights from other people. They're not leftist crazies, God willing. I've not dealt with much of that in person. But I kind of feel like, okay, it's easy enough not to have problems with them. I feel like it's much, much harder, however, to not have problems with other lawyers. Because I feel like most of those people are responsible for the bad stuff going on that I have railed against and I have had frustration with for many many years 
Like, especially some of these people working in these companies and having leadership in these companies. It's like, yeah, you could be the change. You can make things better, but you're just willfully not choosing to do so. What is wrong with you? And why aren't we doing this? That's like runs in my head. So I kind of feel like, okay, how can I possibly go to some of these lawyer events? And what do you do when you legitimately do not care? So I was trying to find the answer to that today and figure out, okay, how do you do that? And I was reading one insight that I might take to heart, which basically said that just because you don't care about what other people think of you or about their opinions, you can care about them without having to validate their thoughts or agree with them on things. Because I'm like, yes, I'm sorry, I'm not going to agree with the notion that I am worthless as a human being because I didn't go to a team one law school and I don't work in some big law firm and I have no interest in that shit. You know, I can't validate that. And I can't support that and I cannot co-sign on that nonsense. And because a lot of lawyers have that mentality about people, it makes it next to impossible for me to care about them. So it's like, why would I take an interest in things you care about and things you value when it's like we might as well be living on two separate planets? I mean, it's almost as bad as the gender conflict. The men are from Mars, women are from Venus stuff. It's like, you people are from Pluto or something. I don't know. It's like, I live on... I don't know, I live on Earth and you live on Pluto. So I really don't get it. It's almost like up is down and down is up and it's all backwards logic to me. But I feel like with creatives it's very different because they seem to understand it for the most part. So I'm actually going to this event which is for creatives later this week going to this party. And I'm like, I feel much better about going to that because I saw first off it looked like some legitimate people in the industry were going to be there. So it wasn't going to just be, oh, I'm the entertainment lawyer and I'm sticking out like a sore thumb because everybody else is trying to clamor to talk to me. So that would feel a lot better talking to people who are in management or like casting directors or other filmmakers who don't work in independent film and actually have a track record. That would feel a lot better. Like not feeling like you're the most, I don't know, like feeling like you're not the most educated person or the most experienced person in the space where everybody's clamoring for your attention. Because that's not really helpful to me at the moment. That's not really been helpful to me anyway, because it's like, yes, I'll inspire you and I'll talk to you and try to give you guidance, but I don't want that to be my entire life. I need to have some of that myself too, please. So I feel a little better about that. I'm also going to this Getting to Know Your Neighbors event next week. So I'm like, that feels okay because I don't know a lot of my neighbors. I met one of them when I was moving in. So I haven't really had a lot of interaction there. I know there's a lot of people who have kids. I know they have kid activities to do with this thing, but I'm like, maybe I'll find some people who don't have kids. Maybe there'll be other people who are in similar situations to me. Maybe I'll meet somebody who actually has some kind of insight or they have guidance on how to help me or maybe we can do a trade for trade. I help you get in the door to get interviews. You help me to get in the door to get interviews. Because it's funny, I actually did that for my sister as well as my ex-husband and they wanted to work in jobs where neither of them had experience on the resume. So I feel like that's even harder if you want to do something and you don't have any experience whatsoever. I have a lot of experience in the stuff that I want to do. That's the irony. I have a lot of experience in things I want to do. So it's kind of become a question of, oh, are people dismissing me for being overqualified? Are they dismissing me for having a career that doesn't fit inside some cute little box? And in fact, I actually just saw a thing recently on Instagram when I was scrolling through that where somebody had mentioned about the path of, well, if you're a trailblazer, you're a rebel, you're a creative, your path is different than other people's and you shouldn't basically feel bad because 
you're not having this kind of traction you want to have because you're taking this different path. I'm like, you know what? I should probably reframe this whole situation that way because that feels better to me than saying, oh, you're just some big fat failure. Because I don't think I'm a big fat failure because my last job went kaput over factors way beyond my control. Factors that I'm still having to fight against right now. I don't think anybody plans for that. I don't think anyone really deserves that. Like it's actually over something that is illegal under state and federal laws. Wasn't sexual harassment because, yeah, I definitely think that would make you feel bad too if you lost some job because you said, no, I'm not sleeping with the owner of this company. And I think that would also involve a protracted legal battle and questioning are they going to take criminal charges and all that stuff. So I felt like it's probably the way I'm going to reframe my stuff. And I've been trying on a daily basis to reframe that. That, you know what, at least I know how to do some of these things in the system and I can figure this out and I can advise other people on it. And in fact, I wrote someone recently and I said, if you know somebody who's hitting hard, hard times, I could actually advise them credibly on what to do and what would be helpful for them. So I kind of feel like, you know, my struggle, maybe it will become less of your struggle later on. But nonetheless, I'm still, I don't know, I still kind of feel like I'm the army of one a lot of times. I really do. And it's like, what in the world do you do when you don't give a damn about the other people in that room? So that's kind of how I feel, I guess, in dealing with lawyers. It's like I feel like 80% of, of them are just utter shite and complete assholes. And I was telling somebody else, too, and I'm like, I need to call this person because this person actually seemed interested in my career and what I did. But it's like 80% of them seem to be complete shitheads, but 20% of them are awesome. And the 20% are great, and they are the ones that keep me going, to be quite honest. And it's like, it's interesting when I've had jobs, and it's not just with legal jobs, believe it or not, but it's like, okay, I deal with the clients. They're fine. I don't mind dealing with coworkers. They were great to work with at the last job I had where I worked in person. Didn't mind dealing with direct supervisors, direct bosses. That was fine when I worked in retail and when I worked in the last legal job I had where I had to be in person. And it was okay in my remote job too. Like I liked the people I worked with. They were such an effective team. You did not have to babysit them. You didn't have to check up on them. They were always on top of things. In fact, I felt like they were at least two or three steps ahead sometimes. So you didn't have to babysit. That was a wonderful thing. And I don't think I had really seen that other places like people being so far ahead of the things we were doing. Like, I certainly dealt with people who were competent when I worked with them. I didn't really run into a lot of people where it was like, oh, they're just slacking. They don't give a shit. And I feel like if I encounter stuff like that, and I know one big thing I look at is, okay, how are they being treated in the workplace? Because I had coworkers who basically were just being demoralized at the last place I worked at, like the last firm where I was there in person. I had coworkers who were being demoralized and treated like crap. And I'm like, these people are not going to have the urgency to do the things that they need to get done. They're not going to want to help you. They're not going to root for you if you're just over here underpaying them, treating them like crap, lying to them, and you're making their work environment suck. Why do they want to do anything for you? So I feel like knowing that reality and knowing how I would feel if somebody treated me that way, I try not to do that to other people. Like, I like to get to the root of the problem. Like, in fact, I was talking with the model Flake about a job that he had before and he'd been having some of this conflict and I'm like one of the things I would want to know is I would ask you know why why are you here like are you just here for the money I mean why would you stay if you hate it so much if you're just over here like not doing your job I mean do you not want to do it 
Do you feel like it's beneath you? Are you like, I need to be challenged? Are you just like, this is a job I've got no desire for because I want to do something else? Like, I want to know stuff like that. Because I don't want to work with somebody who's unhappy. I feel like if you're unhappy and you don't want to be someplace, it's like, you shouldn't be there. You need to just put yourself out of your misery. Like, don't, don't torture yourself mentally is my thought. It's like, don't put that strain on yourself. Like, don't, no. If you would rather... Like if you get the attitude that my ex-husband had about going to his job where he said to me, some days I think about putting myself in front of a moving car so they'll run me down so I don't have to go to work. I mean, if you're down to that, I think maybe you need to find another job. You just don't need to be in an environment where it makes you feel that way. Like I feel like that's a sign of trouble. And I'm not sure if my ex-husband legitimately meant it when he said that or if he was just trying to engage in emotional manipulation. But it felt like, okay, what are your alternatives and what are you doing? Like, I was trying to brainstorm with him and figure out, okay, how are we fixing that? But it's like, that's the question I would love to ask people in terms of, oh, caring about others and things like that. I'm like, what do you do if you just don't care? Is it don't network with that space? Don't go in that room? Because I kind of feel like more and more, maybe it's that. Like, maybe I need to go find people who really adore cats. Like, I need to go find some philanthropic organization for something that I really do give a care about. Or I need to go network with creatives a lot more because I actually do care about the industry and I care more about that, you know? Because I don't feel like those people are responsible for the situation I'm in. So it's like I could feel better about that. Plus, I feel like lawyer networking has always been problematic for me. And certainly when I started out, I felt like it was a problem because it felt like the entire basis of that was, I know more than you. So if you were somebody who was brand new, it was like, how are you going to network with people who can help you? Because their basic attitude is, I know more than you and you must bow down to my superior knowledge. And you know what? I'm not a normal human being. I am this elevated person on a plane. I have no cares, grievances, gripes, no struggle in life meanwhile you're down here and you have all these struggles so I feel like to me I'd rather hear about what people I'd rather hear about your failings I'd rather hear about the things that make you unhappy I'd like to hear about stuff that makes you human I want to hear about your kitty cats or your dog or your kids I'd like to see pictures of that you know because I'm an auntie to four to two nieces and nephews four kids in total so I'm like, I want to hear about the stuff that makes you a human being and stuff that doesn't make you better than everybody else. Like, don't talk to me about, oh, I'm this legal expert. And it's like, you don't see much of that when you do lawyer networking. It's all about, oh, my legal knowledge. Oh, I went to this top law school. Oh, I work at this big law firm. And it's like, it's so exhausting. It's so tiresome to me. And I'm like, I don't give a damn about that. I want to talk to people about what do they feel about the MTA? What do they feel about the mayor and the governor and things like that, you know? Like, how do you feel about the rainfall and the decreased air quality or, you know, hanging around a cat or a dog? Like, what do you think of this dog breed, this cat breed? Stuff like that. Or have you done cooking? Like, what about your cooking mishaps? Or what do you think's a good meal delivery service? And what have you done when you've had some situation with your health? How's your family? How's this? Where did you come from? Like, did you come from New York? Did you come from some foreign country? What are your impressions of New York City? That's the stuff I want to know about. I don't want somebody coming up where it's like, oh, boring legal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write this article, that article. It's like, I don't want to hear about it. Never did. 
had this communications law professor is like, yeah, all these important muckety-mucks write these legal articles, but nobody else really cares about them. So it's like I've seen so many problems in the whole legal networking and all that approach, and I'm like, how the hell are we changing that, and why can't we change that? You know, maybe I should set up that group. I don't know, but I guess it's the eternal question is what do you do when you just don't care? That's a question. <laughs>